Hi. Hi. What's your name? Uh, my name is Bianca Velasquez, and I am one of the hosts of this podcast. Oh, what's this podcast? It's called Locomotive, an arts and culture podcast. <laughs> Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's going to be good. What is your name? My name's Parker Mortensen. Do you have a middle name? Uh, yeah, I do. It's Parker Scott Mortensen. Nice. What's your middle name? It's Alejandra, but it's not nearly as important as Scott in Parker Scott, because you use it a lot. Yeah, I did publicly. go by Parker Scott for a while. Yeah. Sometimes I still do. But I'm also, I guess, a host of Local Motive 2023 version. Yes, the third version. But let's, before we get into that... What is Locomotive? It's an arts and culture podcast, but what does that mean? The focus is... <laughs> arts and culture? Arts and culture local. Um, arts and culture. Now, the focus is creating kind of discourse and conversation. I don't know what the focus is. I know. that's. I think that's part of it, though, is that we're still sort of figuring out yeah. what exactly... Like, I think we have, like, multiple focal points that we're looking at, and I feel like a project doesn't really take shape until you start doing it consistently exactly so. and a big part of this and the big a big motivation behind what we're doing is exploration and curiosity and creativity really we want to find creative angles we want to find innovative people that are going to teach us how to take care of our communities and the cultures within it Does that make any sense mm-hmm. uh-huh. we should develop a a signal for when we want the other person to throw the other one a lifeline yeah like Hey, help me. I should. I'm I'm floundering here. So the answer to that question is uh, we don't have a focus, but we do have a mission, which is... What's that mission? Two. Which is to... Well, okay. We're Oh, did we hit your stride? Yeah, I was going to hit a stride. It's it's, uh, to basically share information on what makes arts communities all over the country work and what can we learn from... You know, Santa Fe, New Mexico. What can Santa Fe learn from Salt Lake City? What can... We're from Salt Lake City. We're from Salt Lake City. This is a Salt Lake City-based podcast. It is. And we're basically trying to create a portfolio of businesses, artists, uh, community builders that just are doing great work and want to share with us how to apply their ideologies and methods to our own home and own our own communities. The way that we're going about this is, like, we're thinking of topics that we're interested in or that other people have told us they'd be interested in hearing more about from people. And then we're finding the people in our community and abroad who are appropriate to talk to for that. That Yeah, that's a great way to put it. That's way better <laughs> than the way I said it. <laughs> but, yeah, so, for example, we want to teach artists how to apply for art grants and what art grants are available to them or share information on the history of public art. Why is public art important and how does it affect what it means to create art and what the parameters of art are? And we want to have some fun. We want to have some fun conversations and silly episodes where we're just getting to know artists and just talking to them and having more of a casual conversation as opposed to a Q&A that is strictly to share information about that person's career. As far as the format goes, we're trying to line up an interview for probably every episode. And we'll start each episode by introducing the topic we're going to talk about, a little banter, as you might expect, and then going into that interview. And Bianca's going to be mostly conducting the interviews, and I might be there too, if my schedule allows for it. Mm. But Just high demand for Parker right now. Parker's hot right now. Mm-hmm, yeah. Parker's in. 
the job market is really, um, I don't have a joke. Uh, so you'll be doing interviews and then after those interviews, we're going to record a critical discussion, which I feel like we've kind of described as those questions at the end of your textbooks after Mm -hmm. you do a section, like comprehension questions, some critical thinking, like what have we learned in our, maybe stating that in our own words and also asking what new questions we have after learning some things. Mm -hmm. Or what did we miss? What did we not get an answer to? Or like maybe even something that we realized that like we're uncomfortable with that we learned or that's the exploration part of it. The so exploration part. Yeah. We are, we're trying to just be as curious as possible. And that's kind of just been our background in our careers for the last yeah, let's 10 talk years about or that. so. So you go first. You've been, um, well here. So <laughs> Bianca and I met in 2018 because she had been, well, at that point she became the editorial assistant mm-hmm. for Slug Magazine, which is Salt Lake Underground, mm-hmm. which is a local magazine here in Utah that covers um, arts and events and music, lifestyle. Yeah. I was trying to remember. Yeah. There's a tagline <laughs> yeah. that we're supposed to know by heart. <laughs> and I had written for Slug. You had also done this podcast before. Yeah. So I guess we can start from the beginning. I had started this podcast before in 2015 and the objective was to interview bands and artists and businesses all over the country every other week and put them on my podcast, which was so much fun and so great. But that was my 21. I was like 22 and totally unprofessional and not knowing what I'm doing and broke Mm -hmm. and, um, couch surfing, couch surfing and finding places to stay via Tinder. Yes. Uh, and getting myself in a lot of trouble and dangerous situations. And I, it was the best time of my life. (laughs) So you missed that time. I would say I miss not caring as much as I do. <laughs> I'm too afraid of the world now. Um, and I'm, I guess part of this is trying to reinvigorate that curiosity, right? But that was that was my first venture into journalism. It was very DIY. It was very amateur. And it was something that I look back on and regret not giving it the respect and time it deserved and needed. Was- what would that have looked like for you? Probably not being drunk during every episode, <laughs> um, every interview, and uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I got the opportunity to interview Wild Fang, which is, if you know what that is, it's a pretty large clothing company that in based out of Portland. Um, and I just totally, I, there was a lot of other interviews that I just look back and say, damn, I really wish I prepared for that and mm-hmm. really took the time to edit that episode or, you know, use right. this as a sign that... Because you were getting a lot of good interviews. Like I said before, you were like punching above your weight for yeah. how um, slapdash it was. Yeah. But I think that's cool too, though. I But I, I get what you mean. Because mm-hmm. on the one hand, you were doing all this stuff and probably how you were functioning to be able to do it was not putting that kind of uh, level of care or attention to the details you might care about now, but we're older now. And I feel like that's, that's a big part of it too, is kind of where that puts us in the timeline is that uh, slug wrote an article about locomotive about this podcast back in 2016. And that's kind of where I got started building relationship with slug. I applied as editorial assistant in 2017. I started working there in 2018. That's when I met you. Yeah, I had been a writer for Slug since late 2016 and copy editing there for a while too, probably at that same time. I don't remember meeting you. 
but it must have happened close to... I don't remember or... meeting you, too, but I i mean, you were just part of my life one day. <laughs> yeah, that's how it feels for me, too. Yeah. Because I was a writer and you were the editorial assistant, you would assign me things to do. I wrote a lot of the art features for Slug. Yeah, you're a very talented arts writer. Thank you. Um, then you eventually, in 2020, got promoted to managing editor of mm-hmm. Slug Magazine. And you were... How long were you a Soundwaves, the podcast producer for Soundwaves? Right. So I every time I talk about Slug, I forget that I do the podcast, <laughs> um, which is funny because that's like kind of in some ways still the main thing that I do. Yeah. Since late 2018, like December 2018, I've been producing the Slug Soundwaves podcast, which is a musician interview podcast where I interview local musicians, Utah musicians um, of all kinds. And yeah, I basically produced that whole show with a lot of um, help and uh, feedback from the Slug editorial team, um, which I joined in October of 21. As communications coordinator. As the communications coordinator, where as of this recording, I reside currently um, as my day job. Mm -hmm. I've done over 100 episodes. Um, It's a bi-weekly podcast. It's about 15 to 20 minutes each. So that's 100 different bands that I've interviewed. And I left Slug in May of 2021. No. 2022. 2022. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I guess. Um, it hasn't been a year. And I'll still write for them here and there, but um, primarily I am freelancing for Hyperallergic Magazine and Southwest Contemporary and Visit Salt Lake. Which I feel like doing that is part of what has really jump-started this effort because you, I think specifically, I feel like specifically the Southwest Contemporary and like its ethos has, I feel like, I've noticed you be more, um, I, well, I think this is me notice you, us doing this is kind of an expression of your growing interest in, well, not growing because you've been doing this for a long time and you did it before. Figure it out, Parker. What are you going <laughs> to say? I think that, um, it's been cool to see you write for Southwest Contemporary because I feel like you're very aligned with what they're interested in as well, which is like mm-hmm. the Southwest talking about local communities in the context of the communities that surround it which is a big part of the goal here. Yeah, and I think the first time I was able to write about something that wasn't, you know, like a promotional profile or piece or something like that, something that really kind of scratched my journalism itch was when they gave me the opportunity to write about the Clever Octopus Union. So I'm really grateful for Southwest Contemporary and the room that they've given me to have conversations about the things that brought me into journalism in the first place community and community development. <laughs> so here we are. It is actually, um, let's say 2015, it's 2023. It's eight years after my first attempt at being a journalist in whatever way. And I am back where I started <laughs> after. With <laughs> a lot more knowledge. Uh, yes. A lot more knowledge, a lot more, ex- a lot more experience, yeah. more resources. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. And, um, you, and me. Yeah, you're here. I think we found that we have a pretty good working relationship. Yes. Like I said, you would send me out for um, art feature assignments, and I always enjoyed the things that you put me on to write. And then when I started working in office at Slug and we had a chance to work together, clearly we vibe on some level. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm excited to do a creative project with you. Likewise. Where are we with the questions? So what's the release schedule of this? Are we doing... Yeah, we're doing this every week, even though you thought it was bi-weekly, which I would never do anything bi-weekly. Do it every week or don't do it at all. Uh, it's just scary. That's just such a... No! <laughs> a week is such a short amount of time. I can't believe people do weekly podcasts, honestly. But 
So <laughs> what's our upcoming interview? Because we have a lot slated out, but we do have something ready for, not ready for next week, but something we're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. What's the next thing we're doing? Yeah, so we are interviewing a friend of mine, uh, Renato, who works for the Salt Lake City Public Arts Program. Mm-hmm. And we really are launching this off with resources and information for local artists and um, hopefully breaking into the history of you know public art and we're what talking it to him about means. public art. Yeah, we're talking to him about public art. And that's that's our first episode, but we're also um, interviewing one of his colleagues, hopefully named Susan, who is going to teach us about grants and how artists can apply for artist grants, mm-hmm. which that is a huge priority for us is to provide episodes that are more of like a how-to or a guide on how to take steps as a quote-unquote amateur artist. Um, how can you get started? How can you get support? And we really just want to provide education and information on these matters uh, that oftentimes aren't given to artists, aren't given, aren't talked about, and those opportunities just sit there and they shouldn't. (laughs) So. Yeah, I would say I have a lot of questions, generally, and um, I don't really know a lot about the world of art. Um, I am not a, uh, like, visual artist. I don't really practice visual art. Bianca does. Bianca likes to make visual art. Um, But there's just a lot of things that I have no idea about and that you have some idea about. And then I think a lot of people, I think the vibe is that we're, it's educational in the sense that we're trying to learn and Mm -hmm. hopefully people will learn alongside us. Yeah. That's another interesting thing is that we have a lot of experience talking to people in these realms, whatever you want to call it. And there's still a lot of unanswered questions. Exactly. Yeah. And the experience that we have had in, in talking to these individuals in these circles, I think were kind of molded by the parameters of a different publication, right? And yeah, we couldn't really break out of that. Yeah, that is definitely the biggest thing for me so far. I mean, even before we're recording this before we've done a lot of the boots on the ground work, but I, you know, in doing um, the podcast work that I've done and just the writing I've done for various publications, another person is deciding like what the boundaries are for me um, and like what can be published, what questions are relevant and what questions aren't relevant. Mm -hmm. And I think we're both at a point where we're kind of tired of that and ready to maybe define those things for ourselves. Yeah. We know what we're doing at this point. And, um, (laughs) do we, well, in 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 some ways I feel like we really know what we're doing in some ways we still don't. And that's what makes it fun. Uh, Yeah, exactly. We're embarking in this territory that we, we've wanted to explore, but haven't been able to really with the knowledge that we have now. We're also talking to Peter Hay from Puro Artes, Mexico, who is actually going on a huge trip with a bunch of local artists and writers to Mexico and exploring a lot of the art galleries and things like that. So we're going to talk to him about what that experience was like, but also what Puro Artes does locally. If you have any ideas on things that you would like to know about as a listener and you feel like we didn't really dig into in an episode or we have the opportunity to in another episode with any suggestions on interviewees, please let us know. I love podcasts. I've loved podcasts since I was like 12 or 13. I've been listening to them forever. So I feel like it's um, a little confident to say, mail us your questions, but I would really love, ideally we, we would get to a point where people were interested enough to send us send us inquiries like that or to to want to join the conversation Mm -hmm. i would love to read people's emails or or whatever so that'd be super welcome 
Because again, we are, you know, a lot of this is our own personal exploration and curiosity, but we do, again, want to provide information and resources and education to the community. So we need to, we would like to know what the community would like to know. So where should we point people? Locomotivepodcast.com. Locomotive is one word. It doesn't matter. It's all one word. <laughs> it's a URL. In a URL. Um, locomotivepodcast.com. You can contact us there. Or you can email us at locomotivesslc at gmail.com, our Instagram, Locomotive Podcast, our Twitter, local underscore motive underscore. I believe there's a Facebook out there. God. And a YouTube. Get rid of that. Yeah. I don't need that. I, the logo is so bad. I, I made it in 2015 in paint. And I was oh. really into primary colors Maybe at the time. Don't get rid of it then. There's, it's a vintage look into Locomotive. Yeah, that is where you can find us. And we will be launching our first episode February 3rd. Yeah. February 3rd. February Friday. 3rd. Friday mornings. We're going to... That will be our first episode with Renato, hopefully. I think that's everything, though, for our episode zero. Just wanted to kind of get a little bit of a, a foundation of what we're doing here. And also practice looking at each other. And talking into a microphone. Yeah, we don't get enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah. I think, <laughs> it's time. I think it's time to finish. Thanks, Bianca. Uh, thanks, Parker. Scott, we hope that you aren't scared away from yeah. this. Please listen. Please listen. We're going to put so much work into this. <laughs> I think it'll be fun. I'm honestly super excited. Yeah, and if we don't have success, we just never talk to each other ever again. Yeah, it'll be easy. Pretend it's never happened. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Wipe it like you did the last one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because that didn't haunt me for the last seven years or whatever, how long it was. All right, well, we will talk to you soon. 